Greg, a, a couple of weeks ago, uh, we were talking about how the market was prime for a correction, and then in <laughs> the time since then, we've we've seen a lot happening in the Middle East, and then of course the uh, earthquake and tsunami and nuclear problems in Japan, and the market dived. Have we seen the correction, or or is there more to come? What what do you think is happening? Well, I defy you to find find someone who actually knows for sure. <laughs> We 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 have the same kind of thing that took us down. We have a lot of volatility, and so you you might have a hundred points up or two hundred points up one day, and you may still have a similar day going down. You just don't know for sure until you're kind of well into the rise or fall. Well, I tell you, whenever I see the market, you know, plunge, I, I I tend not to panic. I start thinking, hmm, is this a buying opportunity? So uh, you know, any advice for? How do you decide it's gone down far enough and and it's going to be coming back up? I mean, you know, when when should you start putting money in? What I would do is I would wait for a bounce that you feel pretty good about and then divide my money up into three or four piles and come back into the market carefully so that you don't uh, overcommit. Let's say you have a stock at $25 a share or a mutual fund at 20, which would be even better at $25 a share and it's gone down to 20. I would wait for a 10% up move say to $22 and then I would put maybe a quarter or a third of my money in and then probably wait for another 10% move to to put in more money just to be sure that I'm I'm not being head faked by the market. Well, of course, Greg, this is, uh, you know, this is sounding an awful lot like market timing, which I think we've talked about before is, uh, can, can be a real sucker's game. I, I wouldn't advise market timing. What I would say is you get buildups of cash. Uh, you, you earn more money or you've sold some stuff and you have more money and you're looking for a point to get back in. If you don't get back in, then it doesn't make any difference whether you're timing or doing something else, and I'm not sure what the something else would be. So it may look a little bit by timing, but it's it's just a kind of a, it seems like a nice conservative way to get back in the market without getting killed. Yeah. Well, I, when it comes to conservative methods, I, I, I got to stick with the dollar cost averaging thing. You know, just stick to a schedule. And when the market's down, you get more shares and market's up, you don't get as many shares. But over the long run, it yeah, seems to work out. Well, and I think that's a part of the theory of buy and hold. And if you're a if you're a long term buy and holder, you don't even have to listen to this commentary. <laughs> <laughs> Although I do have to admit, when the market takes a nosedive, that's when I go, hmm, I've got a little money I could put in the IRA. That would be a good time. So I sort of, you know, that that's the extent that I'll do some timing. I I think it's remarkable that you can that you can think that clearly because most of us panic, <laughs> most of us sell when it goes down. <laughs> Thanks, Greg. Greg Heberlin is KPLU's financial commentator. You can download our Money Matters conversations at kplu.org. I'm Dave Meyer.